Welcome to Polykill's Off-Kilter Podcast, a show without a topic. Pull up a seat at the bar and share your best story with your hosts and fellow barflies, Jake and Travis. Thanks for joining us again here on yet another Off-Kilter Podcast. This is a podcast where we don't really have a topic. We just kind of talk to one another. It's not all about gaming. Talk about anything that comes our way. Anything, anything at all. And uh, so last time we talked, it got you know a little. It started out with pranks. It got embarrassing. We started talking mm-hmm. about embarrassing stories. Right. And of course, last week, or I'm sorry, last uh, episode, last off kilter, uh, Diego, a good friend, Diego, a uh, big fan of the show, sent in his best prank story that happened to him. Uh, he was watching Zombie Land, and after Zombie Land, his friends pranked him. You should go check that out if you haven't. Pretty funny. And in light of that, we got, we had uh, somebody say, hey, man, I also had a pretty good prank story. Yeah. And they, they shared it with us there on the Cartridge Club. Cool. And it's from uh, uh, user Retro Nonsense goes by Duke. The Duke. Follows us there on the Twitter. It does. Yeah, real friendly dude. Like him. Uh, so this was his. He says, great episode, guys. The funniest prank story I have is actually a prank backfire. My wife and I used, uh, used to use an app for grocery shopping where we could make a shared list and add items that will appear on both of our lists. Sounds like a cool app. Yeah. Well, she was shopping, and I decided to add the item Butt Munch Trail Mix, <laughs> just to be funny. Of course. She probably didn't even crack a smile, is my guess. You know, you know wives. Fast forward a week or so, when I'm grocery shopping, I get to the last item, the Butt Munch Trail Mix was still on the list, and for reasons unknown to all mankind, I forgot that it was my joke item. I looked for the item in the appropriate aisle, and needless to say, couldn't find it. I then proceeded to ask a young lady who worked there where the butt munch trail mix was, and the look she gave me is burned, in my, burned into my memory for all eternity. I showed her my phone and said, look, it's here on my list. She started towards the snack aisle, and as I followed her, I assured her that my wife shopped here all the time, so it must be an item that is usually stopped. Finally, she said, I'm sorry, we don't have butt munch trail mix. Hearing her say it is when it hit me. I kept a straight face and thanked her for looking and spent the rest of my time in the store giggling uncontrollably. (laughs) A few minutes later, still sporting my goofy grin, my face undoubtedly still red, she glanced at me and cracked an uncomfortable smile. I went over to her and explained that my wife played a prank on me. It would have been far too awkward to explain the truth. I had accidentally <laughs> pranked myself. Ah, uh, perfect. Oh my god, I love that story. Good story. It's it's good for it's a family friendly, just good old fashioned. Oops, I fucking pranked myself. Story. It's yeah. so good. I love it. How would you have reacted in that situation? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I probably would have just broke down in laughter in front of this uh, this this person who was trying to assess me. I, I probably couldn't have held it together. <clears throat> I don't know. It's hard to say. Depends on depends on the day. I think I would have been a lot like Duke. I would have been so mortified because I don't even I don't approach people in stores to ask for help already. Yeah. And if I did that and realized that it was all of my own doing and it was all about butt munch trail mix and it all came <laughs> back to me, right. I would have I would have been flushed with my face would have gotten really red. Yeah. I would have started sweating, <laughs> and I would have been like. Your store's dumb! And I would just left. <laughs> See, I think, like, ten years ago, I probably would have tried to just rationalize this with the person that was helping me. Be like, yeah, no, no, it's a General Mills thing. But try. Like, they made it. I got it at the store across town. Like, I would come up with this big, big you know, lie oh, to yeah. cover your oh, tracks. Oh, completely. Uh, but now, 
at the age that I'm at and as much, you know, dumb shit that I've done in public, I, not that it's been extensive, but enough, I would, I would just be like, <laughs> I agree stupid. with him that it would have been way too difficult to explain. Yeah. Listen, so at that point, the, I tried to prank my wife, but she totally would just, she ignored it. Take it. <laughs> yeah. She left it laying and I, I picked it up. And ran with <laughs> yeah. It. yeah. But uh, no, that's that's a really good story. Yeah. I pre- appreciate that, Duke. And any other prank stories anybody else has, if yeah. they can hold a candle to that one, send them on in. Share and share alike. That's that. Uh, yeah. Do that. Yeah. It's good stuff. So, so what do we have uh, submitted to us for this week? We did, we're doing some bar tales. Yeah, bar tales. So um, P1 from Cartridge Club uh, emailed us a uh, pretty grand story about his uh, funny fun night. Fun funny night that he had as a bartender so i'll read the email verbatim that way uh his uh points come across <laughs> please do all right so this off-kilter topic felt like it was hand-picked for me as i was a bartender for five years and have seen things that you wouldn't believe everything from a stack of romance novels in the women's bathroom to bloody underwear on the dance floor disgusting <clears throat> but the story that always impresses me the most is a tale of a young lady who is determined to have a good time a Saturday night, and our bar was packed. One of the barbacks, the guys who carry the empties, keep fridges stocked with beer and ice and pick up empties, was in the men's room when he saw two pairs of legs sticking out from under the stone bar. Oh, I know what's going on there. Yeah, boy. One set was... Him get a zipper up. Correct. It's stuck. stuck. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you got to get that shit done with your teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, one set was a man standing with his pants down... And the other was a skirt-wearing young lady on her knees. Once once again, trying to get that stuff zipped up. Yep. Knowing this was against policy, he went to a bouncer and had both of them removed from the bar. But our story does not end here. Oof. 20 minutes or so later, that same barback was filling my ice tray when he looks out on the dance floor and sees our ejected missus out on the dance floor. She's back. Oh, man. However, like numerous other 20-somethings that night, she wasn't dancing alone. Instead, she was sucking face with a fellow. Unfortunately for her new beau, it was unlikely that she had found a toothbrush in the time she was kicked out. But the question arose, how did she get back in? That's a good question. Yeah. Get him ejected for the old, you know, zipper in the teeth trick. Through the window? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Let's, let's, let's read on and find out. After reviewing the tape... Oh, so we went to the tapes. Yeah, you gotta go to the tapes. Replay officials have stepped in. Yeah, exactly. After reviewing the tape, it turned out one of our doormen had decided she should be allowed re-entry after she joined him out back for another round of oral services. Allowed (laughs) re-entry? Here we go. She got some re-entry. All right. We never did tell the young guy she was seen dancing with about her activities that same night, but it did make sure... He was given a nice stiff drink to hopefully kill anything that might have found his way into his mouth. <clears throat> I'm not sure if you can use this till or not, but either way, I want to send along with hopefully give you a good laugh. Cheers. Be one. Wow. Well, first of all, yes. Yeah. Can use it. Yeah, did use just it. did. Done. So good. Good story. Man, let's break it down. All right, break it down. Female caught in the male bathroom, obviously with his pants around his ankles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Both are guilty parties mm-hmm, at this point. Mm-hmm, Kick them out. Mm-hmm. He's not mentioned again in the story, so I'm assuming he said, he was like, listen, ma'am, it was great and all. I mean, why else? I mean, he met her there, right? Assume, uh, presumably. Otherwise, they could have gone anywhere else. Correct. Like, Well, the fact that makes me think they weren't together is that she came back and hit. Right? Yeah, that's good, another good point. Good so that's, that's two, yeah. that's, that's two, two reasons. Yeah. yeah. 
So he's gone. He's like, I'm he's embarrassed. Like, I'm out. My I'm wife's going to be pissed. Yes, yes. And so will my girlfriend. But she was like, hey, it's it's the night's too young. It's only 845. Yeah. I got to get my drink on. <laughs> and I'm assuming it's cold here because I know P1's Canadian, and I'm assuming this takes place at a cold climate because of the very... What I know about Canada is that it's cold. I mean, a lot of the time. Maybe not all the time. I'm sure the sun still comes up, but it's probably cold. It does. It anyway, is. the point is she wanted back in because it's fucking cold. Yeah. You wanted back in, all right. Have you ever... Jake, tell yeah, me. I'll have tell you ever you. been so cold you mm-hmm. blow a dude to get into the warm place? Ah, no. No. You've never, never been, been that cold. cold. I mean, I've been cold. <laughs> yeah. I spent winters in northern Michigan. I've been cold. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah. no, never that, never cold enough to, oh, yeah, uh, to engage in filetillo. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm agreeing with you. I've been cold, but I've always prepared myself ahead of time. I've always been like, hey, in case I get cold, this is this is Plan B and this is Plan C. It's never been like, yeah, I never get to Plan D if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So wow, well, good on her for getting back in. So she, yeah. <clears throat> the doorman got a little bit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm assuming slow I'm, night, I guess, because I mean, if, if he if can take the line, time, yeah. well, if he can take the time to go out back, exactly where the tapes record things, that's true. Then uh, the chances are he, huh. he either had somebody coming in and give or him maybe a break. there was just one in the front, and they just saw them holding hands going off scene. Yeah, oh, holding hands. I'm sure that's what they were doing. You got to. I mean, right? Yeah, like come, skipping maybe. Come with me. We're going to the dumpster. <laughs> I don't know. But getting that dumpster head. <laughs> yeah. Well, you think about a line. Like, if you're in line and you're like, come on, hurry it up. And then he just leaves with her and then comes back and she's putting on chapstick and she gets to go back in. And you're like, yeah. is this what I got to do? Yeah. I mean, so this... you get your chapstick out and you're like, Jesus. I mean, it's cold. <laughs> no, I yeah, don't know. That's some Motley Crue shit. But then, so that, that was guy number two. He had to go back to work. Right. He's he had to go back, back to work. the door. Guy yeah. number one, still gone. Yeah. Guy number three. Making out with her Making on the dance out floor. With her. Yeah. Probably she wasn't like, listen, before we go any further, I just want to let you know. I've had at least two dicks in my mouth tonight. <laughs> at least. Because we don't even know how her morning started. No. I mean, this is presumably at night. <laughs> she you could know. have had a one hell of a day. I mean, yeah. who knows how she gets around town, getting bus rides. I don't even know that she carries cash. Brunch date. Who knows? Now, know. I'm not, I'm, hey, I'm hey. not judging the no, poor no, lady. No, 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 no. We're okay. worried about this man's oral health. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, that's it. What she does for fun, that's completely her business. Mm-hmm. This man getting the creeper crawlies in his mouth from another man, maybe. Who knows? At least one. At least one, if not two or more. So, yeah, hopefully that guy got a nice, strong, strong shot of tequila, maybe followed up with a little vodka, maybe some gin, toothpaste. I don't I'm know. hoping somebody used an open flame on part of it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe a boilermaker. Maybe a boiler shot and yeah. then, like, just hit it with a lighter. Yep. Burn whatever's in there completely right out. That's off. What, I mean, hell, I don't know. It's, it's fun to speculate. It I is. don't know. But know. but here's the point. She was going to have a good time that night. Destined. Determined to have a good time. And you know what? Because she had a good time, at least three other guys had a pretty decent time. I would say at this point, five. <laughs> <laughs> you and I. You're inflating. Oh, no, it's, it's true. I'm, yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah, I don't know where you got five, but no, that's true. I'm having a great time yeah. speculating. Speculating about her. The whole story. And the evening and the, all the other guys and uh, the dancing and the stiff drinks. Yeah, it's a good story. Gosh, it sure is. Yeah. We've all been there. No, uh, we haven't. Oh. Uh, do you have any good bar stories, man? You know, I don't... Okay, I've got two. I've got two good bar stories. Oh, shit. I'll leave with one, and mm-hmm. then uh, I'll defer to you, and then we'll come back to me. Okay. All right, okay. so uh, the first one that I'll tell is uh, the milder of the two. I don't honestly spend a lot of time in bars, and it's not because I have something against them or because I don't like the atmosphere. It's just it's pricey to drink out. 
Okay, yeah, it can you be. Know, if, you like, do it on, if you do it regularly, like a lot of people, yeah. it adds up. Like, I mean, I enjoy the occasional social, let's go out and get a drink. But like, if you want to go spend time and... Like, I would rather just buy a six-pack of... 12-pack of whatever. Go back to the house go back and to watch the house. YouTube. So. Yeah, and then I can just go to bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fine. Um, safer. Cheaper. All around an old person thing at this point. Yeah. I think as you probably. get older, you're like... Ugh. So, well, there's a lot of young folks at the bar. At least in, the, in a college yeah. town yeah, where yeah, we live. Yeah, yeah I mean... Exactly. You, it's a different shade of... Yeah. So, anyway. Folk. I don't have a lot of stories. But I do have this uh, this one funny story. My, my sister and her co-worker... Uh, buddy James. Um, that's not his name, Buddy James. It's our Buddy James. Well, you, you mention him, and even in Polykill, you say Buddy James. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why. He's just like the epitome of a buddy to me. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, they they frequent this uh, bar. It's uh, known as the Cellar. So, right. So you know, you know the place. Yeah. Has a little has yeah. a spot downstairs that's yeah. almost like a New York subway. It's even decorated as such. Exactly. Yeah. And like the upstairs is like a kind of like a more family friendly restaurant. Daytime area. Daytime, lunch. and then at night. Um, you go subterranean, and it's just, it's, it's honestly a really chill place. I would agree. It's, it's very low key. Mm -hmm. um, kind of dark, but yeah, everyone's kind of. Not so dark, you can't see or know what's going on. It's not a dive. Well, yeah, yeah. It's maybe the most dive place in our town. Yeah, probably. But, yeah. Uh, but it, it's a fun place. Yeah. Good people, good drinks, and they have good food. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, so my sister and James always um, head there after work at least a couple times a week and they've always you know been like hey Jake you should come with us hey Jake you should come with us so one night uh, I had nothing to do I got off work like 9 or 10 o'clock that night they were headed there I was like fine fuck it I'll go uh, it should be fun I can use beer after the you know long day of work etc <clears throat> so we get there and uh, I, I get, a, get a seat on the corner of the bar kind of like I am here mm -hmm. and there's a fellow adjacent to me okay. uh, across Across the, uh, the bay, just a fellow. Okay, uh, it seemed like he was, you know, fairly quiet, very mild. Ordered a couple drinks, uh, but apparently was getting completely sloshed. Oh, yeah, he was just big time. So he was getting a little, uh, getting a little mouthy with the bartender. And the bartender, uh, scrawny little guy, but also very wiry and kind of looks like he, he looks like he's right out of the fifties. Like so, imagine a guy wearing like black jeans, wearing them a little high, a white T-shirt. With uh, sleeves cuffed up just a little bit and a cigarette and kind of like a greaser hairstyle. I know that exact bartender. By you know, the way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is what he looks like. He's a guy who just he's small, but he don't take no shit. That's right. <clears throat> so anyway, this guy gets mouthy. He's like, "All right, I'm cutting you off." This guy does not handle it well at all. Now, just mind you, like my, my sister James, n neither of them have ever said this, this this kind of place. They're just like, you oh, know, yeah. come hang out and chill. It's fun. We know everybody. Everybody knows me. I walk in. They just pour me a beer. They know what I want, etc. It's like, cool. So anyway, nothing ever happens here. So I'm just sitting here just sort of watching this unfold, just giddy almost. Like, yeah. this, 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 is, this is probably going to be good. Um, they don't really have a bouncer here. They have somebody that, like, occasionally checks IDs at the door. But it's not like it's not like a place that needs a bouncer, you know? It's fairly low-key. Um, right. Um, it's not like there's guys standing, like, you know, by the door all the time. Occasionally there is. But it's not a rough place. Exactly. I mean, they'll 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 do that to enforce a cover. Sure, sure. They rarely are throwing people. Yeah, out. they're not yeah. bouncing. Yeah, yeah. In a typical bouncing fashion. Sure, sure. <clears throat> so anyway, I don't know if the bouncer had gone for a smoke, or if he was just off for the night. Something happened. So anyway, there was no bouncer by the door at this time. So anyway, this guy gets mouthy after the bartender cuts him off, and so the bartender's like, "All right, out. Just go. I've had enough of your shit. Go." Um. And the guy, like, flips him off and swears at him. 
And the bartender's like, all right. So he wa- starts walking around the bar and is getting ready to forcibly remove this man. Was he, like, pacing like a motherfucker? Like... No, I mean it was like throw the towel down, like oh, like you really? see a, like you see a mom like go after a yeah, kid. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was oh, totally like awesome. that. He's just like ah. boom, and it starts going around the end of the bar, and that's a bit of a walk because it is. The, yeah, yeah, the bar. I was, was imagining because you're probably at the corner. I'm at the corner. Yeah, so that that's a good. That's a good twelve feet. Well, from him, but uh, yeah. across. But he's oh, got yeah, to walk yeah, yeah. like a hundred feet to get around. Like, right. So he's long. he's like you know all right let's go. Let's, I'm coming over there to get you. So the the dude uh, the one what got sloshed. Uh, in a fit of tit-for-tat retaliation, sure. if you will, mm-hmm. decides to break one of the glasses that he's been drinking from. How do you do that? Uh, well, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> it was the funniest damn thing that I think I've ever seen uh, physics-wise. <laughs> so it's a nice wooden uh, countertop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the guy has an empty beer glass. All right. So he sees the bartender coming. So he stands up, like in, a, in a one motion, stands up, grabs a glass, and like throws it. Like at the countertop, like straight down, hoping to, to just smash this thing. Yeah. Which honestly, glass would have gotten all over me. Could have bought it through time. Everybody would have flinched. Yeah, everybody been like, ah, like smoke bomb, like a ninja. Anyway, so he throws it, and that thing just makes this sound that I'll never forget. And it just he it, it throws it, and it just bounces. It goes, <laughs> and like in my mind, the thing just hangs there. Yeah. Like the glass is just hanging there, like twelve inches above the bar, just like. The camera zooms to your face. Yeah. You're probably wondering how I got. Yeah. Here. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and this is hilarious. And uh, so, you know, it just bounces and then just like falls over. By this time, the bartender is, is there oh, at, no. at the, uh, <clears throat> the inebriated patron uh, who is standing up and like falls out of his, his uh, bar chair. Because he's trying to flee? Yeah, trying to flee and falls down and ends up like falling into me. Uh, the chair hits me, his head hits me, and he's like scrambling, trying to get up and get out. And then the bartender like grabs him by the coat and just like throws it, like pushes Wait, him out the door. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, he couldn't pick him up, but he was like, Throws him up the steps because it's downstairs. Yeah, yeah. He just like, well, he doesn't go. He doesn't go out of the threshold of the right, bar. Right. But yeah, yeah. Basically, it's just like, ah, just, just got out of here. Yeah, pretty much. And then you know, the glass rolled off the counter and then broke. <laughs> was there a round of applause after this? <laughs> no, everyone was genuinely shocked that this happened. Yeah, like because I mean, it's not that kind of place. Well, of course it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. People a, go there to not have to deal right. with that. There are yeah. other bars you would go yeah. to for that kind of. Like thing. this is almost a bar that you would go have a business meeting in. Like it's it's that. Yeah, I mean, you can get past like. The graffiti carved into the wood yeah, of the table. Yeah. That but I mean, like a startup or something would go there. Sure, yeah. Not like a official business. It's just private enough. It's dimly lit enough that you can do some do some shady shit. Yeah, yeah. not be overheard. Yeah, but yeah, that was a a great story. And the, and then like you know Heather and, and James are both like this never happens. <laughs> Trying try to yeah make just you like, feel better. No, better. Like this I is promise. weird. And I was like, no, this is awesome. I, I mean, this, this is cool. <laughs> this is why I would always come here. Yeah, matter I, of fact, I like shows. That's pretty cool, man. During the show, yeah. Good one. Good one. Not the best, but I got a better one coming, actually. So. Well, mine, um, I have a bar tale, but it only involves a bar, or it starts in a bar. Okay. And actually, it doesn't have, I'll go ahead and warn you, it's long. It doesn't have a climax or an ending. Okay. It's just an experience that I had in life. Okay. Well, take it's, us there. Take yeah, us there. Let's, let's go there, shall let's, we? Let's go there. 2008, October. Oh, October my God. October 2008. We probably all remember it. You Nine know, it years, right, well, no. Ten, nine uh, years ago. Yeah, it was right before, uh, right before the Obama, the first Obama election. Okay. Uh, that has no bearing on the story. It's just something I remember. Sure. Uh, it was my first time. Um, first, it, the trip started. It was my first time ever on a plane. Okay. Okay. So this okay. is this is big for me. So sure. imagine me, country bumpkin. I, you know, I just go an hour up the road to university, and, and I pass. I do great. I'm trying to find a job. 
uh, I contact this person in the graduate department and they say, uh, listen, we can't really offer you anything because you just have a bachelor's in psychology, so you're kind of worthless to the world. But if you'd like to put in some extra time with us, it'll look good on your resume and it might help you land a job. And I was like, sure. And this is basically me trying to get my way into the bar. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, free? <laughs> so I, I, uh, I oversee a couple undergrads. We do this study. And it turned out great. And they said, you've been accepted. You can speak on it at this big conference at Times Square in New York City on October whatever. I can't remember the date, but, you know, 2008. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Yeah. And my professor got to go, and it was great. It's huge, you know. It, it might be where I peaked in life, to be quite honest. And <laughs> no, course, it's a podcast. I tell my buddies, and they're like, wow, dude, that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't even get paid for it. You know, like, I was fucking blown away. <laughs> so... <clears throat> So one of my buddies says, hey, I'll, I'll go with you. Like, he's well-traveled, real smart dude. Okay. He's like, I'll go with you. I'm in New York in a while. I got vacation days I haven't taken yet. Um, he's like, yeah, I'll go with you. And so we got a hotel, and we went up there. And, of course, I did all my conference stuff, and then we went out at night. Sure. Well, uh, by the way, Times Square was fucking awesome. Just being cool. there, it was, it was great. That's not related to the story. It's just, just little, part of it. I'm just Flavor text. Yeah, to add to it, like little bumpkin me just being like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. They signed a lot up. <laughs> it was nuts. Like, you can sleep through the elevators. It was nuts. So the elevators actually work. Um, where's the guy working the elevators? Isn't there a guy cranking? No, they were all electric. Anyway. God dang. So we go out at night. And on the next to last night, we said, we had been everywhere in the city. And we'd mm. had some great times. And there's some other stories there. But the, the next to last night's like, let's keep it close. You know, let's, let's go across the street. So I'm staying at the American Inn on 36th. By the way, it's still there because I look for it regularly. There's so many memories tied to this place. I look for it's there. It's still there. 45 degree angle east okay. is, is two bars side by side. I can't remember the name of the Australian one. Okay. It was an Australian bar and restaurant. And okay. then beside it was Blaggard's Pub. Blaggard's. Blaggard's Pub. And. I said, let's go there. Yeah, let's go to the blackguards. And again, dimly lit place, not a lot of people. Sure, a lot of hardwood probably. And the thing, I have, there's a lot of tangents in this story, so I'm sorry. That's fine. But it's fine. It's, Roll with it's it. Just, That's what this podcast is oh, for. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I hope. I hope it's good. Um, so my buddy, uh, my buddy at the time, I've had a real big, you know, sort of fallen out with him since, uh-huh. but he... He could be a douche. Mm. Okay, now he's probably never going to listen to this. <laughs> Fair enough. But he does know enough karate to kill me, so What's I'm a little name? scared. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm a little scared. But he he would whenever he traveled, he would put on this whole facade that he was not good at. But he would to meet girls. He would go to these bars and sit there and then just come up with this fake backstory. By the way, he wouldn't tell me about it. Just oh. kind of riff it okay. and then like talk in a fake accent. Nice. And then be like. I, my name's Charlie. I'm from like oh fuck, and I would like no. I'd be like oh no, he's doing it. <laughs> so we're in this we're in this pub or whatever, and these people come, and he does his whole thing, and I'm just sitting there like Jesus, shoot me. <laughs> and this bar is the most Irish fucking thing I have seen before that and since. Okay. Like every like it wasn't St. Patrick's Day. There's clover everywhere. There's there's pictures of leprechauns. There's fucking. Fucking bits of red hair just everywhere. Like it's like the waitstaffs wearing kilts. They're taught. They're they're literally Irish immigrants. They're speaking with an Irish accent, like bona fide. Like it's it's real shit. Like these these New York City. Okay. So probably maybe several generations in. Okay. Irish people. All right. 
And what you know, one of them comes over and he's kind of talking to us because there's not a lot of people in the bar. He's kind of getting bored, you know, wiping his hands. He's like, you know, where are you, where are you lots from? And he kind of talks to us. And my buddy goes back and forth in this fucking worst Australian accent I've ever heard. At least I think it's he's trying to be Australian. I, I'm not even really sure. Huh. But he goes, so where are you from, mate? Is that an Australian accent I hear? And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I can feel my whole body. Like, I felt my, my face turn red as a beat. And, like, I just started sweating because I was so embarrassed for him. I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> did you think we went into the wrong place? Oh, like, I know the Australian place is next door, but did you... Yeah, do you not like, see all these freckles? <laughs> like, it's called Blackers Pub. <laughs> like, it could not be... It might as well be, like, Kilt Ale. Like, it could have been anything more Irish. Yeah. Anyway, the guy was like, no, no, I'm Irish, and whatever. And uh, he was like, all right. And I was like, oh, fuck both of you. So hard. <laughs> and I was so, so fucking embarrassed. Okay. So... We finally leave that place, and then my buddy leaves, and I'm there an extra night. Okay. So okay. my last night there, I know nobody. Mm-hmm. So I say, you know what? I really like that Irish place. I'll go back there. Let's go back. I'll go back. So I go back. Same wait staffs there. I mean, okay. I'm thinking these these guys maybe even own this place. You Fair know? enough. They're they're taking extra care with everything. <clears throat> you just kind of tell that they're Take they're not just an employee. They're like you know they're they're doing the whole thing. I'm like, well, these guys are I mean, these might be the the blackguards <laughs> <laughs> for all we know. Yeah. And uh, it's just, well, actually, it's just one of them from the night before, the one that my roommate thought was Australian for whatever goddamn reason. But it's just me, and then I, I like he comes over, and it's on me. So I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, my roommate thought you're Australian last night because you, you know, you wouldn't believe how how common that is being beside an Australian restaurant. People come over and thinking we're the bar side. I was like, oh, okay. So he wasn't, you know, too too, far too put off. off. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's but good. still, like, an idiotic thing to do. Like, it made me... No, absolutely. I it's still wrong. Don't do that. <laughs> it stabbed me <laughs> in my brain for almost 24 hours. Yeah, well, I would say at this point, 10 years. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> so I'm there by myself, uh, you know, obviously with him. And, you know, I'll order some food. I drink some beers. Mm-hmm. And he's just talking to me, you know. I tell him where I'm from. He knows the local sports scene, so he's, you know, he's cool. talking to me about that. And they're like, really, really fucking cool dude. And these these bunch of girls come in. They start ordering shots. It kind of sounds like a bachelorette party. Okay. Every time they order shots, he pours us one. We all take it together. They order a bunch. Another <laughs> group comes in. They order shots. He pours us one. We oh, take it together. Nice. I drink some more beers. He keeps filling me up. Even now, I'm not even asking for it. And he's not even asking me if I want more. Yeah, he just assumes that you're just... Yeah. Yeah. And it's about 2.30, and he's like, all right, lad. He's like, we're done here. And he's like, size me my check or whatever. Eight bucks. Good God. But I'm fucking drunk. Holy oh, shit. Yeah, you are. Yeah, he might have said 80. I'm not sure. But I still tipped him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really not sure. But, he, you know, it was great. And I just oh, I fucking love that place and those people. And I was like, all right, time to go home. You know, I got to catch a plane. L, 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 Evan. And, oh, man, it was, it was really good, cool meeting you, man. And I hope the Mets do well, because I know you like the, was it the Mets and the Jets, because they rhymed. I remember, that's good, man. I hope they do good, man. And I'm like, I just have to walk out, and I have to walk, what did I tell you? 45 degrees east across yeah. the street. That's it. You can walk out, you can fucking see it. It's on the same fucking, you can fucking see it. I turned the wrong way. Oh, shit, brother. 2.30 in the morning, 2.45. I don't know. I didn't look at the watch. I'm way too drunk. It might be the drunkest I've ever been and able to walk. Hmm. But the good Lord had possessed me. He was like, you got to get home. Like, <laughs> there's no hospital visits tonight. You'll miss your plane. Right. So he willed me to walk, and I'm staggering, and I'm staggering. And I get to the end of the street, and I'm like, I don't know where my hotel room is. And oddly, it's Manhattan, and nobody's out. This place is fucking dead. So, so I'm like, 
I think I'll turn right. Like, you know how when you're drunk, you just make decisions real fast. Sure. There's no thinking about it. It's like... No, it's impulse. It's right all good. impulse, yeah. So I went right. And then, you know, I was smart enough somehow to be like, if I keep going right, I'll end up where I started and I can start over. For, <laughs> like, that was the smartest smartest thing I could have done. So I went right again. And, you know, all, there's only so many rights you can take, you know, three. But the story somehow gets crazier. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I take a right. Nothing going on there. Didn't like it. I was like, there's so many buildings and cars. So I take another right. Don't go across a crosswalk. Don't do it. I won't. I don't know. The numbers, I can't. <laughs> Go right again, hug the street corner, and I get to where on my street. So I'm a block over, um, where my where my hotel room is on my street. I'm mm-hmm. on the street over. Okay. I'm like there it is. I see it. I'm this is yeah, this is it. And I went in, and I walk in like real confident, like real far. Now, let me backtrack. Okay. The hotel is the Americana Inn. Americana. The hotel rooms are about the size of this bar. They are small. Okay. That bears nothing on the store. Just pointing that out. <laughs> Flavor but text. The way the way it works is you walk in through the bottom, you get immediately on an elevator, you go up, and it stops you every single time at the first floor. Mm. And then there's some there's a staff member there that sees you. Okay, now you can keep going up to your floor, okay. but if you go if you're coming there for the first time, you got to walk up to them and say, "Hey, sure. here's check in, all that shit." Yeah. The guy that worked there the entire week I was there around the fucking clock. I don't think he slept. Was Ahmed? Now Ahmed was a man of either. Indian or Pakistani descent. I don't know. Forgive me for being so wrong. I know that's a big deal to be wrong. Uh, but, he, you know, he didn't really say much, but he would always just stare you down at the elevator. <laughs> and then, like, he would never blink. The elevator would open. Ping! So, uh, man. Nothing from him. <laughs> Every single time. Every fucking day. Three or four times a day I had to do this. Fantastic. I walk in and I'm, like, looking for the elevator and I don't fucking see it. I'm like, shit. And then I'd like, the world stopped spinning for a second, look around. I'm in a fucking porn store <laughs> at 3 a.m. in Manhattan. Fantastic. And then I'm like, goodness. And I look, and there's this one guy who's just near the door, and he's just standing there. He's huge. The biggest man I've ever seen. Like, why do you need that much heft at a porn store? Like, aren't know. people there to obey the law and, like, get out of there secretly? Like, no one's causing a stink. Like, why is he just like, what do you, what do you, what do you want? But he doesn't say anything. There's another guy that's wearing, like, real thick, like, Jeffrey Dahmer, like, I murdered a minute ago glasses. Okay. Real thick. And a mustache that just did not fit 2008. Okay, I'll Fair say enough. that. Fair enough. And he just kind of looks at me, too. And they're both like, and now the only one in there. And I, <laughs> It's I, weird that this is open at 3 a.m., too. Oh, they, they're open all the time. I mean, why not? Yeah, you never know. I mean, you might have to crank one out. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, you know, I'm in there, and I'm really far in there. Like, I look around, I'm like, how did I get 100 yards in here? I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> this place is huge. I, dude, I'm so drunk. So I feel embarrassed that I like in my mind I was like if I just I can't just leave like like that that was literally the innocence that ran through me was like if I leave they'll judge me <laughs> so better buy something you gotta buy something and then I you know I know looking back it should have been the opposite whatever but don't buy anything <laughs> <laughs> whatever man. so I start thumbing through the bargain bin I'm like okay all right well, that looks weird okay sure and I find something that just called like tickle sluts ninety eight I was like looks good. And then I take it up there, and he's like, "Read the sign. It's two for it, it's it's two for the or what is it? Three for the price of two, which was I never heard that before. Which is why it's still hard for me to come to terms with. Comes like three for so you want me to buy three of them? So I go through and I pick two more, like one with a bunch of chicks on a boat, and they're all blowing dudes, and then like 
of course I watched them. <laughs> and then a third one I don't remember. I really don't remember that one. I should find it. Anyways, uh, that was Bloody Goats. No, it might have been. I don't remember. But I had those three, and I walk up, and he goes, do you want to try them out first? And he pointed to a room oh, in the God. back. Oh, God. He pointed back there. And I was oh, like, God. no, I, I, think I, I think I can get it off the back. It looks good. And, like, you know, paid $5 for literally... An hour's worth of hilarious porn. You should watch the Tickle one, by the way. It's good. And then and he puts it in. A, he's like, you want a bag? I was like, yeah. He puts, it, he puts it in the bag. So now I'm out on the street, still not with, that, not with my hotel room, holding a bag of porn suddenly. <laughs> really, really fucking hell. Like, I didn't sober up at all through that experience. Pretty thing, it took more time to set in. I was like, Jesus. And, I, you know, you just smell like... Like Manhattan's just piss yeah. and exhaust, and I was right. like, I can see how people just sleep on the ground here and never leave. <laughs> like, it's just, uh, it's just the weight of it. Oh, that's fantastic. So I was like, well, let's, let's get looking. <laughs> you know, so drunk, and cars would pass it. I would like hide because I was like, well, if it's a cop, <laughs> and I'm the only one yeah. out here. No, that that's a good point. Yeah, so I get. You're the only one out there with porn. Man, that was, that was weird. And I didn't even have a DVD. To play. I didn't bring a laptop. But there's, there's no way I could watch them until I got home. It was a thing. It wasn't like an emergency porn on at 3 a.m. Like if I'd have told the guy, like, yeah, I can't wait to watch these in a couple of days. He's like, dude, why are you here at 3 a.m.? Like, you can... You're open. I'm drunk. Do you not have internet? So anyway, I, I take another right, and and then I was like, oh, this kind of looks familiar. I take another right, and I see America's like, what? It's like the White Castle. Ah, uh, like, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and I like stagger across the street with my bag of porn and like really drunk <laughs> and uh hit the elevator and I get in I'm going up bing oh man he's, he's right fucking there he's staring me down and I'm like hey nothing bing go up to my room I have to catch a plane in a matter of hours at this point but Ooh, it's my first time flying. I told you that. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I landed in LaGuardia, which is almost, it's pretty close to downtown New York. It's older airport. I'm leaving from JFK <laughs> really far away. I don't <sighs> really know the difference. Okay. So I wake up in time to get to LaGuardia. Mm. I stroll mm. downstairs. Uh, by the way, I have a headache from hell. Oh, I can imagine. It was Bad. I did not hydrate. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and you don't just sleep. Like it's just sirens and horns around the clock. I was just like, Ugh. I come downstairs. Ahmed still working. Okay, doesn't He's a machine. Sleep. And he sees me, and he immediately knows something's wrong with me. He's like, uh, "Sir, is everything okay?" <laughs> I was like, "Um, I need to get to JFK." He's like, "Okay." Time is your flight, and I, I don't remember exactly when it was, but I remember him to like not write anything down. He was like, "You should have left an hour ago." <laughs> oh God! And I was like, "Oh shit!" He goes, "You came in late last night." I was like, "Yeah." I seem to remember bits of that. And he just he does this, and he goes, "You need to go outside and catch a cab." I was like, "Okay." He goes, "It's not good." <laughs> he goes, "You don't want to get a lot of cash." I don't know what that means. <laughs> but okay. So I was like, where's the closest ATM? So he tells me. So I you know, I go down, fucking blistering headache. I go down, the fucking light from the sun hits me uh, outside. And God. I was just like... That's the worst. Oh, I look across, 
45 degrees. I see Blackguard's Pub. It's still closed. <laughs> like, it's not even open yet this day. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> I see you over, the, over there. And I walk, and I get I get just a lot of cash. I'm like, I don't know what he meant by that. Mm. But I'm going to get about as much as I have on my account in hand. I walk outside with my suitcase and my backpack and just a wad of bills, which were not visible to anybody. And this car, it's black black tinted windows hmm. wait did you shoot Tupac no I'm kidding go I thought maybe so <laughs> but it's it, it comes up on the curb and stops in front of me and this guy rolls down black sunglasses bluetooth for 2008 which is you know, maybe rare I don't know maybe not New York he was like where are you going I mean I mean I was holding my shit I looked like I was trying to get the fuck out of there so I mean it's not a it's not an off the wall question sure but I was like uh JFK and he just gets out pops the trunk grabs my shit puts it in there and starts fucking driving me no there's no like you it's know it's not a yellow cab with a little mm-hmm. sign mm-hmm. Oh, god. but he's so well dressed oh it's, god what could he do to me he has a sense of fashion <laughs> <laughs> and by the way the whole time we're driving there it's just like really loud like Spanish music like the whole the whole thing like like horns and like you know the kind of thing you hear like in a mob movie not not the stereotype but it's like it wasn't the kind of thing you'd listen to I would I would think for leisure unless you killed people like I don't know <laughs> like you'd only hear it in a, in a Mexican restaurant or in a montage of murder I don't Desperado I, or something right but it, you know it was there the whole time it was a long drive and I didn't see any woods so I'm like I guess there's no woods around here to kill me where'd you kill people during the day here anyway I guess alleys I guess so but we get to the, we, he takes me right straight to the airport and I get out and I was like dude how much like he got me there in good time too I was like dude how much and he's like whatever and I gave him 80 bucks I gave him like all the cash I had I was like I don't know if this is dumb but yeah fuck yeah, just, this will keep a bullet out of my bag or keep yeah. me from getting hunted later. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. It, wow. It, more than likely a legit company, but I wonder. Sure. Ahmed. I bet Ahmed. Do you think he did? I bet Ahmed. He I would, saw me come up. And, I'd put money on that. At that point. Ahmed probably gets kickback from that company. He might. He might. Yeah. Yeah. I bet I, he's still there doing that. I wonder. I if, would. If he saw me come up at 3 a.m. and he called them. <laughs> yeah, then. he's like, B across the street. Yeah. At, hey, listen. <laughs> uh, we got a fellow that's going to be late for uh, the, the airplane tomorrow. <laughs> Where is, where is he leaving out of? It doesn't matter. Okay? <laughs> he's going to be late. He's going to be late as shit. Cause <laughs> I have right here, he's supposed to check out at 10, and it's uh, it's 3.30, and he looks dead. He's a zombie right now, so if you maybe come by then, <laughs> I'll buzz you if he gets up early, but I doubt it. <laughs> but yeah, that was my story, man. That was my whole thing. That's Jeez. it. That's how that story ends as I got home safe. That's a hell of, Well, then you're here now. It's a hell of a story, though. Dude. It's an amazing story. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good story. Thank you. Yeah. What do you got? You said you had another one. I do have another one. I gotta piss. So we'll, we'll, we'll edit this section. Okay. Yeah, go go do that. I might take a piss shift. Or I'll improv while you're gone. You can do that too. Alright, improv. Alright, so. What is it about cats? Now listen, hear me out. They got a squishy belly. It seems like even dude cats have good tits. Rub them. They're kind of saggy, but it's fun. You can motorboat them. Some of them. Some of them will scratch you, but a lot of them, if they're fuzzy and fat, you can motorboat a little belly. Brum, brum, brum. But the breath, am I right? Doesn't matter what you feed them. I have one cat dry food, one cat wet food. Both of them taste like ass food. I mean, not taste, smells like ass food. 
smells like ass food. <sighs> I don't know what it is, but damn so cute. My favorite part about owning a cat is when I'm sitting in the chair, cocked back in the recliner, and I can't see, you know, over the edge of the recliner, but they go by and I see their tail and it's like fucking jaws. But then they jump up and then it's cute again because they're cats. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so yeah, my, my story. So, give a little flavor text, uh, a little background, a little backstory, a little little origin. Origins. Uh, I, I am friends with a guy that on paper I, sh- I should not be friends with. And not in the sense that he's like a sex offender, but like in the fact that we have no similar interests whatsoever. Um, he is of the opposite political persuasion than I am. 100% opposite. Uh, he loves NASCAR. He likes oh. Nickelback. Like, I mean, this guy, I I should not like this guy. And we both know that we shouldn't like each other. Yeah. But it's just this weird opposite attracts thing. Because he's Uh, probably like, he likes Lincoln Park (laughs) and soccer. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And art house movies from (laughs) from Italy. Uh, But for for some reason, we clicked. Like, we we sort of, at my old job, we sort of got forced together in a weird way. Like on some, you know, task force or team or something that was put together, some subcommittee. And we ended up, you know, just kind of hitting it off in a weird kind of way. Um, and this guy is hilarious, though. Like, he, he's he's raunchy as hell. Like, just absolute raunch nonstop. And it's hilarious. Um, good guy. Like, honestly, a good guy. Yeah. Like, morally sound, good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh but anyway, so he and I uh, occasionally will go to uh, a local eatery slash bar known as McAdoo's oh. uh, in uh, in a, a nearby. Is that city. Australian? <laughs> it's not Australian. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so occasionally we'll uh, you know he usually works till like nine or ten o'clock at night, and afterward we'll go out and uh, get a drink on a little bit, and uh, sometimes we'll bring uh, another fellow uh, who's sort of like a, a more shy version of him. But he's kind of like the beta to this other guy's alpha. This other guy's like alpha as fuck. And, and they're hilarious together. Um, because he's like extremely... Um, I try not to, to use like old-fashioned terms in terms of marital relationships and how uh, a certain man might be pussy-whipped. <laughs> but there it is. But no, like, and he knows it. Like he, he knows that his wife just runs the show... And it's hilarious. And, like, I'm not speaking ill about that because it works for them. You know, I'm not, sure. like, I'm not being a, a jerk about be, it at all. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. No, Whatever. it's fine. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, absolutely hilarious. But anyway, because, like, at work, he's like this, uh-huh, uh-huh, He's like, well, i got to go home. Uh, my wife's going to have to come home. Like, <laughs> he's just, it's, it's funny. It keeps him in check. Yeah, it's good. That's it's good. good for him. He probably needs it. Uh, but anyway, so we're out. And um, it's a Saturday night. We're in the bar. We're drinking. Just having a chat. I'm just listening to them. Be idiots. They listen to me. Be, be an idiot. And uh, then this this guy starts getting louder at the actual bar. We're sitting at a table adjacent to the bar. This guy starts getting louder. Not 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 a member of your party. Not a member of our party. He's just some rando. Uh, and he starts buying shots for everybody in the bar. Like everybody. Uh, nice. I mean, this guy is. You know, the next day he hated his life. I'm sure because um, you know, he probably looked at the bank charges and you know. I mean, he probably ran up at least three or four hundred bucks worth, worth of shots. <clears throat> but so we're like, fine, we'll drink your shots. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was shitty fireball, but whatever. Right, it's whatever. free. 
it's free. Um, so anyway, he just kept buying shot, and like he was like, hey, "This is for Virginia Tech losing the spring game," and we're like, "But they also kind of won, you idiot." So I mean, we're sitting there and we're just laughing at this guy, and these other two guys are just being there, their normal selves, and I, I start hearing raised voices behind me. So I'm facing. Like there's a wall and my, my two bros are here, right? And I just start hearing this kerfuffle, and like I'm I'm just trying to read what's happening through them and watching yeah. their reactions because they're getting starting to get a little giddy about what's happening. And so I, I hear raised voices, and it's two women. They're getting really loud with Ooh, each other, oh, starting to escalate. Goodness. Uh, and I'm like, okay, this is, this is going to get so like I'm I'm trying to figure out how to look and not get drawn in because yeah. you know when people get agitated and they feel like they have an, an unwelcome observer. Sometimes yeah. they'll call that unwelcomes. Hey, what are you looking at? Yeah, you know? yeah. And I didn't want to do that because I want to let this play out naturally. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to interfere. Yeah. No, I got you. Uh, so, and, and that actually spawned uh, a phrase that we use, the three of us, to this day. Because I was trying to watch what was going on and read it through this guy named Bobby. Was, uh, the, 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 more, the beta? The more beta guy. I was just trying to... And he was like, Jake, you just saw that whole thing through my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, like, to, to this day, you know, we'll, we'll send each other texts like... I just heard some great music through your ears. Like it just, it just, it's rolled on for years at this point. But anyway, so I'm just trying to figure out what's happening, and and then I just start hearing what sound like blows landing. Oh, and I'm like, guys, it's a Tuesday, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. what what are we doing? Why are we so mad um, on a Tuesday? Yeah, why are you so mad? And and then then I hear chairs falling. And then someone falls into a table and glass is breaking. Oh, and then I'm like, oh my God, it's on. So I turn around at this point. I'm like, they don't care. They're focused on each other. So I turn around. And these, these two women are just beating the shit out of each other. Wow. Um, and, and then finally, you it's know. It's like a shooting star, man. Oh, yeah. How do you find yourself in these situations? I don't know. I've yet to I see have, a bar fight in I all my days. no idea. I live so, above a bar. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's go. So I turn around see how this is going on. Um, and... The, the the manager bouncer uh, he's a big manager yeah, well, he's a big, yeah he comes out he's like all right i need you guys to blah 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 like it's fine it's over we're done we're fine it's it's over we're fine and so like they were arguing over some guy or something uh, of course um so they're sitting down at the table like and trying one of them's trying to be civil and I, and i turn and I look and i honestly don't know if it was um fake or if it was real I'm going to tell myself it was real based on empirical evidence, but a tuft of hair was just like lying on her shoulder, like her own hair. Piece of weave? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think like they were literally pulling each other's hair out, and like there was just like this big wad of her own hair, just like completely free on her own shoulder. (laughs) This is awesome, and we just kept drinking fireball. Dude, it was the most redneck night I have ever had. I've never seen like drinking fireball, watching two women. Fight over a man, pull each other's hair, chairs, glass breaking, and this is like in a not really that kind of place at all. Yeah, at all. But man, God, it was hilarious, and got a bunch of free shots. So, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I have yet to see. <laughs> now, I haven't seen a bar fight, but I saw a drunk guy get into a fight at a huddle house. Now, I don't know if that counts. That probably counts. But we, so we were at a huddle house. Okay, let's go there. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. This is two thousand three. Ooh, okay, this is a, long, back. T- it's a long time ago. Take okay, 14 years ago. But this is how much it sticks into my mind. 
is that uh, I went to a small college in a very rural area mm. first before I went to a major university okay. Okay, that we find ourselves within its range now. Sure, sure. Back then, I was in the fucking mountains at a mountain college with mountain people. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they throw coal at each one other. black guy. Now, he factors in. Hold on. I'm not being weird. Well, the one black guy I had ever seen while at this school... <laughs> Uh, was we went to the local huddle house. Uh, we 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 used to do a late night thing. We call huddle up. We'd go down to the huddle house for wee hours and get some breakfast. Smart. One a.m. Yeah. Good food. Oh yeah. You know when you're 18 and you can't even drink yet, but maybe you had some. <laughs> and it's Monday night or whatever. You go yeah. down there. You're like yelling on an omelet and on some hash. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. And yeah. then also some potatoes because uh, that's the, hash. Yeah. But yeah. I was making a joke about hash. Oh, smart. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, smoking at Jane. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we go down there, and we're enjoying a nice, you know, I'm smoking everything in ketchup. I don't know any better. I'm just a boy. You know, I'm, a, I'm a eating, I'm an eating, and there's a commotion yeah. outside the big windows of the huddle. Now, if you don't know what a huddle house is, think omelet shop, think Denny's, think... Waffle house. Waffle house. You know, if you've got any of those near you, it's that. Yeah. But it's regional. Maybe it does. Maybe regional. I don't know. Kind of a trucker's delight. Correct. It's like an iron kettle or someplace like that. Skillet. Sure. That too. And Copper kettle, iron skillet. You're mm-hmm. right. My bad. And so uh, there's a commotion, and everyone kind of turns around at the table, and I turn around, and there was a, a a white dude with a mullet. Oh God! Fangled facial hair, and when I say fangled, I mean like he might have meant to grow it, but it didn't come in the way it intended. Sure. Like it's just, I mean, it's almost mangled, but I called it fangled. <laughs> And then because it's fucked up and mangled. Yes, yes, sir. Fangled. And then, like he was, he was way drunk. Trademark. And then the black dude just minded his own business. I don't remember if he was leaving or entering the establishment, but he was just like on his way to do something when that guy got racist. Oh shit! And then tried to fight him, but I don't think Smart. he knew how drunk he was, and I don't think he knew how much Krav Maga the black guy knew. <laughs> So, did I say that right? You did. That's cool. Close. Close enough. And then, I'm impressed. Management. Dance well, fighting. But this is the thing. This is the thing. <laughs> no, no me, that's Capoeira. I'm me sorry. And my, me and my buddies still do this. I mean, if we see one another that saw that that night. Okay. We still do this. The white dude did, this, did the age-old trick of pointing and trying to kick the dude. He like, point, like hey! Tried to like, kick him while he got in to look. <laughs> and the guy just fucking took him straight to the sidewalk. <laughs> And we still would do that. We would like if we saw each other from a distance. Instead of waiting, we'd be like, like <laughs> do the point of kicking below the bar, but point and then a kick. In the, it, you kick in the opposite direction and you point. That's that was the, sure. No, that, that makes was sense. The whole thing. Yeah, man, that was the best shit. And uh, cops came, and then we got interviewed. Like, wait, what happened? I'm like, well, he pointed east and kicked toward West. him, but hit sidewalk hard. <laughs> But we were all like, hey, man, it wasn't this guy's fault. He was minding his own business. Like, we totally took up for the dude that was just, you know. Yeah, minding his own business. My, completely minding his own business. But As holy you shit. should, yeah. But that's the only, like. Real fight you've seen? Well, I, I maybe I've seen others, like, you know, in high school, they're like every day. But sure. the only one that I saw between, like, two adults in an unassuming place at an unassuming hour. Gotcha. You know, like, yeah. bar like this, like this should not happen. Here. Yeah. 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 That's pretty fun. Yeah, I was I was shocked. Like, I, I was like, what, what in the hell was happening? Because it was funny because I was just watching it and hearing it. Through these other two two eyes and just if like they were wearing sunglasses you could, or glasses you could yeah saw I know or something. I know but I couldn't but I couldn't ah, it's a shame yeah it was a good night though it was a good yeah night. that's good speaking of good nights we just saw John Wick two John Wick two the second chapter chapter yeah. two whatever they're calling it yeah yeah we won't hold back we're recording this on St Patty's Day drinking a little Teller Do more correct Teller more Teller more do. do? <laughs> hey, yeah there we go and uh, some get some Guinness some Guinness kind of yeah. little Guinness stout. 
Yeah. yeah. Just plain stout. I didn't buy the extra stout because uh, it was more expensive. I don't like to be offensive, but I find, you know, and I thought it was just regular guinness. Mm-hmm. Even the stout I don't find has a ton of flavor. Oh, no, it doesn't. No, it's, it's, I feel like it used to back when I was just had a little palate. Well, I think maybe you, you expanded, you know. Yeah, you, you've had a little, 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 little that, and it changes. Yeah. yeah. And I've also heard that the domestic imported version of Guinness is actually quite a bit different than, um, you know, you're getting it live uh, on live. site there. In, yeah, uh, like if you milk a Guinness cow? Correct. Yeah. Correct. But no, if you get, if you get Guinness in Ireland, it's apparently a lot tastier, bolder, richer, more, you know, higher ABV than, than getting it here. Do you know what talking about Ahmed reminded me of? Uh, John Wick too, because we've we've also ran off that already. Yeah, yeah. Did sorry, but go ahead, go ahead, talk about. Wait to spoil my segue. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. God, jeez, sorry. Well, it's just a minor story, mm-hmm. but it, you know, you know, I talked about Ahmed. He had no soul. Correct. Just bing. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and then the whoosh, the doors yeah. would shut. Oh yeah. And she and he would just fucking stare at you. Stare like, a hole through you. And he's doing his job. He's like. Mm, Yes, room four to be. Yeah, like he yeah. knew. He knew like where you were at. Knew you on site. Yeah. It reminded me of this of this girl that was uh, doing running the register for drinks at the theater. Correct concession stand. Yeah, I go and Lady. buy a six dollar drink, which by the way, I should should be a fucking charity tax write off because that's fucking dumb. It's expensive. That's really stupid, but. And I wasn't even going to get one until you got one. I was like, I don't want to be the guy not sipping on shit. Like, I'm going to be in there like, can I even? So I was like, let me get me a $6 drink. Of course, six fifty after tax. Sure. And I hand her my card. Now, my card is beat all the hell. Now, I ain't going to show you all the numbers and shit. I'll put my thumb over shit in case you guys are like. Zooming you know, in hands like Mulder and Scully. Hateful, hateful hackers or something. But you can see here, it's. It's in better days. It's torn right there in the half. And every time I, you know, I make a joke. Every time I hand it to someone checking me out at a store, I say, "Hey, be careful with her," or something like that. I'm like, or you know, "Hey, watch out, she's seen better days." And everybody usually is like, <laughs> and they swipe it and they hand it back and they move on. Right. You know, it's kind of a joke. It's kind of endearing. They're like, <laughs> "You've connected over this. This might be a story for them on break." Some man came through my line. Do you believe the card I saw today? It was, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was half in taze when I gave it to him. Half in taze. No, but it still worked. He'll scan on it. Yeah. Wasn't on the chip side. He didn't use the chip scissors. <laughs> so there was that. Yeah. Always. Always had that. Yeah. You got to build this little instant rapport with people. Yeah. That's your conversation piece. Well, I tried this down at the local theater. It doesn't work. With this little girl that worked there. No, and, uh, you know, I buy my drink. You know, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm doing her a favor. I'm like, yeah, listen. Yeah, I'm paying your salary for a month with this purchase. Fuck. Yeah. And I hand her the card, and I, I drop the line. I say, uh, hmm, careful with her. She's a little fragile. As I hand it over. Not even a way I talk. I just feel like I have to address this card this way. I'm like, howdy, doody, doody, doody. <laughs> like, I always am with yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, she takes it, and before she scans it, she looks at me. She looks at my soul, and she looks at all the souls of the ancestors before me. And she goes, I think it's time you got a new one. <laughs> And just let that sit on me like that. Yeah, it still bothers you to this minute. It, I shuddered. I was like, well, I guess I should. <laughs> put it back. Said, Jesus, fuck. Well, of course, she scanned it first and handed right, it back. Right, right, right. Yeah, you paid for that shit. Yeah, but I mean, who? what's wrong with her? Man, that's funny. There's something wrong with her. Was it me? Did I come on too strong? Was I like, how you know do 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 And she's like, I'm going to teach this little bitch a lesson. You should come in here with broken-ass cards and pay for yeah. $6 drinks. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's weird. I mean, it was funny, though. It's a it great story. I've never had anybody come at me that Without any emotion. Right. It wasn't sarcastic. It wasn't like, you should get this. You should change this. Or even jokingly, it was just kind of like, you should get a new card. Like Luna Lovegood. Like completely on acid. Yeah. It was weird. 
And then when that's we walked weird. out, I said, that's the soulless chick that took my card. And she was being soulless to somebody else. She was like, well, what do you want, Snickers? Like, it's like that poor guy. He's we don't go have Dippin' Dots. Tell his friends he's going to be like, so I was paying eight bucks for a Snickers at the theater. Mm-hmm. This fucking chick took my card and she was like, mm-hmm, Snickers. And she like, look at me weird. Like, that's going to be. Yeah. She's just. Yeah, she's making waves. She is. The town is turned upside down because she can't crack a grin when I have a broken card. Yeah, but she probably goes home and tells lots of people stories about people with broken cards and, and weird orders. I bet and, they're the worst stories ever. I bet they I are. I can't imagine her telling a story. I bet they're delivered awfully. No no climax or no build-up or no elaboration. No dynamics. No exaggeration, no hyperbole. Yeah. It's hyperbole. I understood. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't get it. But John Wick 2, after that, we saw and it's great. You should see it. It was very good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really mean, it's honestly the third time I saw it. You know, well, that's right, and I appreciate you coming out. Dude, yeah. Well, I made, the, I made the, the comment, and maybe we could riff off this for a minute. Do it. But, you know, we talked about how, has there ever been a good video game-based movie? Correct. And it was like, we don't really know. Like, some are passable, but mm-hmm. I don't know if any of them are a classic, right? Sure. You know, and of course, I mean, the most recent one I watched, honestly, was Need for Speed, and I was like, this passes... But it's not. It also isn't, yeah, indelibly a video game. Right, and it's not the kind it's of movie. It's basically a Fast and Furious. True. Yeah. But it's also not the kind of movie that you want, like, all your friends to see. You're not like, dude. Yeah, like, you gotta see this. That yeah. kind of movie. It's the kind of movie you, like, I saw this, and it was okay. That's the extent of the conversation you get out <laughs> I of I filled two hours of my life with this. Yeah. And it was okay. Like, I've totally seen worse video game. And, and that was comparing it to other video game movies, not just movies in general. Sure. I thought it was okay. Sure. Well, watching John Wick two, and that, we're not going to spoil anything. We're no, not. No. You've seen John Wick one. You know enough about John Wick two. And hopefully you have. If you haven't, fix that. But you think about the film, and it's it seems very video gamey. Yeah. Endless amounts of goons, lots of high action, lots of shooting. Ooh. Virtually, I mean, a very s- simple story motivation. Right. Not a lot of dialogue. Point A to point B. Low, low consequence. Low, yeah, exactly. Low consequence. No outside world interaction, really, outside of right. his targets. And it's like... Very isolated. <clears throat> why the fuck is this not a video Why didn't this start as a video game? This could have yeah. been... If they had called this Hitman, well, it could no. have been the best video game movie of all time. I really think it's the best Max Payne. There you go. That's another good example. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it's very Max Payne-like. In, in the best way possible. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, I have not played any Max Payne, but I know enough to know that it's... I mean, you know, handguns and right. endless amounts of dudes to kill. Sure, I mean, that's, exactly. That's In what New York. Is. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. There you go. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, video game movies are, are generally awful. Generally. Generally awful. Because you know, I don't know why that translation just doesn't work for some reason. You know, anyone, anytime you take the video game as a, a source material... I don't know if somebody gets their hands on it that doesn't understand the source material or if just literally video games can't really translate to the big screen in a linear, you know, hour and a half, two hour setting. You know, it's, you know, it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. doesn't happen. You watch Ass Creed? Assassin's Creed? Movie? I did watch Ass Creed and it was ass. It was, it was ass. Awful. Ass awful Creed. movie. It was kind of pretty, you know, but that's about it. Pretty's good. I mean, the plot was senseless and made no sense and... I felt like it was edited into a movie that it didn't even wasn't even made. You know, it was like the director made a movie and then someone edited it into something completely foreign. It was awful. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but you know what happens? I, I, you know, there's a couple of video game movies in the pipeline that I'm like, what? Why? 
This like, makes no sense. Like, like just what? cause. I heard, and they're also. Well, I mean, that seems dumb. It's like, really what, is dumb. That just yeah, MythBusters. Like they just gonna blow shit up. Yeah, for... we're gonna put fire extinguishers on a cow and see how high it'll fly. I'm okay with that. To be I am too, as a MythBusters, but not as a movie. Uh, and the other one is the uh, Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. That I I'm okay with. That I'm okay with too because it felt like a movie, but it's also a video game movie that also already seemed like a movie, so it's going to seem very cyclic and kind of redundant and pointless. Yeah, it's going to seem like any other. I mean, it's going to have Donnie Yen in it, so I'm okay with that because I love yeah. Donnie Yen. But jeez, stop it! Well, isn't there also a Pac-Man movie? No. Or wasn't it rumored at one point? I don't think this I happened. I swear it was. I think you're making that up. No, you're lying to my face. I will the faces Google of it. thousands. I'll Google it right here. You but I'm you're just thinking of Pixels, man. There was you know, Pac-Man showed up in that. No, man. I'm pretty Which sure. Which is awful. I hear. I didn't Pac watch it. Pac-Man. I swear. Mm, it's not happening. You're thinking of the, uh, you're thinking of the Emoji movie. Because that's happening. Guys. Gals. Pac-Man the movie came out in 2008. Pac-Man the movie 2000. Okay. I don't know. It, evidently, there's already one out. I didn't see it. So Hopefully it was animated. Yeah, Might know. have been. Might have been. I don't know. I don't know. Weird town. Weird town. So if you, if you, you, we were talking about fights earlier. Yeah. Have you ever been in a good fight? No. I uh... I haven't either, which is weird. When I was younger, I would say around 12 or 13, uh, I, I would occasionally go to this place that had uh, some delinquent children nearby that mm-hmm. would occasionally make their way to the nearby. Canes. Basketball court. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was a young teenager. It was the 90s. I wanted to play basketball. I wanted to be like Muggsy Bogues or, you know, Clyde Drexler or somebody like that. You know, all the big 90s <laughs> NBA stars. Michael Jordan. No, no, I didn't care for him. easy to point Did, Didn't care for him. Larry Bird, didn't care early for 90s. No, no. Muggsy Bogues was yeah, your... Yeah, All six foot three of you. AC Green. Pounds, like some Muggsy Ace. goddamn to Bogues. Oh, uh, he was awesome, man. Yeah, Spud Webb. Give me that. Mm-hmm. You're a mess. Uh, anyway, so I was out playing uh, basketball, uh, throwing the rock around, um, as a young white man is wont to do. <laughs> so anyway, this kid comes over, and he starts trying to pick a fight with me. And he's much bigger than me uh-huh. and much older than me. I would say he probably had 50 pounds in three years on me, bigger, much bigger. Um, he comes over to me for some reason. I, I really don't remember the circumstances. Uh, I don't know if I blacked out and killed him and buried him later. I don't know what happened. But anyway, uh, he just hauls off, as we often say in these parts. <laughs> just hauls off. Yeah. And punches me square in the chest. Jeez. As hard as he can. I completely, completely unprovoked. Yeah, much bigger than me. Now, how old are you? Uh, maybe 12. How old is he, you think? 15. Okay. That's, that's a big difference in boys. Sure. Especially if he's that much bigger as you yeah. described. Yeah. yeah it's a big kid. Just just hauls off, cocks one back, bam, right in the chest. Punches me as hard as he can. Not okay. Um, I had the basketball in hand. I slammed it down right in front of him. Like, you know, it didn't bounce and hit him in the face like I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> but I slammed it down. And then I just, like, I don't know, something triggered. And, and then I got, like, right nose to nose with him and screamed, is that supposed to hurt? Like a uh, um, like a young man who's recently been triggered and will find himself in prison later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, like that. Like a mound. Like a mound. Uh, but yeah, I got right in his face and screamed, yeah. is that supposed to hurt? Now, I can't convey my young mid-pubescent rage mid-pubescent now uh, as I could then, but he got extremely terrified and ran away from me. 
he'd never had anybody stand up to him before. Apparently not. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean that that's honestly as close as I've been to getting in a fight. I'm surprised you guys didn't just hug it out. I'm surprised you didn't go track him down and like be like, dude, it's fine. No, no, I hated this guy. Oh, you knew him before? No, I just hated him because oh, he just hit me unprovoked. Of course. Yeah. Why would I like that guy? He's right. a shitbag. He's a shit. I wonder what he's doing today. Uh, probably rotting in the ground. Wow. I probably blacked out and killed him. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. He's in prison. <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I mean, I've never actually been in a fight. And part of me kind of wants to get into one just to see what I'm made of, you know, just to see if I can take a lick and keep on ticking, as, as it were. But, you know, I, I'm just non-confrontational in general. I don't see the point in fighting. But, you know, were it to be in a constructive environment or it be a life and death situation, I would like to know what I can do. You know? I just don't think anybody's made me mad enough. Nobody's put me in a position to have I mean, to do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I would never honestly go looking for a Exactly. Fight. But if one found me, I think I'd be ready. I, I would like to think so, but I just don't know. I'm completely unproven. Yeah, by, by that, I don't, I don't mean I think I'd be physically ready. Like, I'd probably get fucking beat down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have real bad back. I have terrible scoliosis. <laughs> yeah. like, like, I mean, I'm not in the worst of shape, but I have no technique. Right. Um, no, I mean, I don't have much technique but, at all. I mean, I would just be like, go for the nuts and face. <laughs> Which is all you need, really. Right. I mean, that's that's the basis of it all. I sure. Mean, even if you're not, you know, classically trained in the arts, crab McGraw. Yeah, and that's you know, it's an interesting point because I have, I have a friend, uh, my buddy Dan. Uh, was a police officer for three or four years, and uh, he would talk about the scraps that he would get in, and uh, talk about you know people attacking him and him having to protect himself, and you know he would often pose the question to me, he's like, Jake, have you ever been in a real fight? And I'm like, no, I haven't. He's like, you know, he's like. You should kind of get in one at some point. He's like, because just to see what you're made of and to see, you know, kind of find your baseline, I guess. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not wrong. Because honestly, you know, in a weird way, I find, uh, I guess, in a very primal, you know, borderline um, sadistic way, I find violence and in, in fighting a, a very cathartic yeah. exercise. I try not to be one of those people who uh, equate, as it were, um, a change in behavior with a change in age. Like, I really don't believe a, a number of years that you hit in, and then something triggers and you change. It's like, well, once you hit 30, it's all downhill. Like, I don't think that's the case. I mean, that was the first time my hemorrhoids started acting up. But... No, it happens. And you get that weird thing on your yeah. back. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, it's it's not the years, it's the miles. You know, that's kind of the way I look at it. Put a lot of miles on my hemorrhoids. Yeah. 30 or so. But, uh, you know, I find that my threshold of tolerance for stupidity as I've gotten older has just lessened greatly. Yeah. Like I find myself not arguing with people, but I think that is an my, age thing. My, my, no, it is, but I don't think there's a certain age threshold that once you pass it. Oh, well, I think it's an intellect threshold, but yeah, sure. Uh, but like if, if you, you know, you always hear the baby boomers and the people like our parents' generation, uh, are constantly just like, oh, I went to this fast food place and they can't even make a burger. They're just flipping burgers and they can't make a burger. And I'm like, you know what? You should not be mean to those because those people do shitty jobs. They work with the public and assholes like you and they get paid, you know, six bucks an hour to do it. Don't be a dick. But, you know, like a few months ago, I went to Sonic, okay? And I'm like, I want a, I can't remember what it was. I'm just going to say it's like jalapeno bacon cheeseburger. Sounds good. Okay, something like that. That's not what it was at all because I can't remember what it was. But like I would like a, and I'm reading it off the menu to this person, and they're like, "We don't have that." I'm like, "But it says on your menu." Like I immediately was like, "But it says right." I'm reading it to you from the menu, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't have that." And I'm like, 
All right, so do you want to come out here and read? Like, I was just like, what is happening to me? Like, I'm flipping, just going off is on this you person. Know they're younger and weaker. I, I, don't, I don't think it's bad. I think it's just, you know what? Get your shit together, because I'm literally reading your own menu to you. What if he meant we were, we were out of no, whatever he, that is? No, he literally said, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but I'm reading it to you. And, and he, my, my wife is beside me. She's like, be nice to him. I was like, but it says, it's right there. I'm reading it to this asshole. And it's like, you know, I want to be nice. I want to be the respectful guy. You know, I talked before, you know, even about, you know, the service industries like food service or grocery stores, gas. I try to be respectful of people no matter what their state in life because I think that that helps people's self esteem, helps them move forward. Uh, and try to do better and, and achieve greater things if they get respect at their current level. And I really do try to do that. But God damn it, man, I was mad at that guy. And it still happens, you know, randomly. I'm just like, it triggers me for some reason. I'm like, I'm, I'm reading it. It's right there. Can you not see it? I can see that, man. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I'm trying but, to think the last time I got boiling angry, and I think I talked about it in a Public Hill podcast, and I bit my controller. <laughs> you bit your controller? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've punched, uh, punched the hell of a lot of shit, broken a few things. It happens. I want to get a punching dummy for this room because... You should. You should do it. Yeah, because like, all your games are here. Yeah, well, you play you play a frustrating game, and sometimes yeah. oh, the game gets the best of you. You got to let shit out. I, you got to. What are you going to do? Just... Like, yeah. No, you got to yeah, it, sling out. it. Yeah, it's going to just lie there yeah. and, and come out at the wrong time. Yeah. Or on the wrong person. You're going to and then just go, like, <laughs> and, and just go down. Or you'll go to Sonic and they won't have the jalapeno bacon cheeseburger. Oh, and you're yeah. like, it's right there. And you, that rage is not, you know, aimed at them. It's aimed at, you know, Dark Souls. I don't know why I went with pissing. No. Well, you I'll, shouldn't hurt yourself while you're pissing. <laughs> you really shouldn't hurt yourself at all. But specifically while pissing. Uh, it's a weird thing getting older. And because, like... I really, I want to break the cycle of some of this stuff that, you know, I heard about growing up. But like, well, when you get older, you're going to like, no, I don't want to do what that is. But then once you get older, you're like, yeah, you know, some, of, some of this is the same. Like you were talking about tonight, like you make a noise when you sit down and you hated that your oh. dad did that. You know, it's yeah. just like, oh, you sit down and you're like, oh, well, we're the only two people in the theater. And I thought about it because I, I sat down and I went, oh, <laughs> but then I thought about, you know, because my dad was much older. Yeah. You know, they had yeah. me at 41. So he was. He was in his 50s when I was, you know, early teens and teens and all that. And whenever he would sit down, it was this ordeal. (laughs) Like, he would go back in the recliner and be like... It was a production. Yeah, he would, like, start about here and, like, start bending the knees and be like... Oh! Oh! Like, every fucking time. And it would eat away at me and be like, Dad, what the fuck are you doing? I wouldn't say that. I I wouldn't disrespect my Vietnam, uh, you know... Veteran father, okay. I would say, yeah. uh, Dad, father, why, father why are you making all these? Why are you making all these noises when you sit down? Like, what is that all about? And he'd be like, "What noise? The noises you make when you sit down? Like, like, you can't even argue with him. Like, it's like alternative facts with him. It's like, noise. Like, Jesus. And then at the theater, I was, you know, with Jake. You were sitting down, yeah. And I was just sitting down, and I, you know, all thirty-one I, years of you. I reached full seating capacity. I was like, oh, my father. <laughs> I I look back, you know, from where I'm at now, and I look back and like, man, you know, I thought I I thought I had it together at this age, and I thought I had it together at this age, and then now I'm where I am, and I'm realizing that literally no one has it together, and that's okay. No one has it together, <laughs> and that's okay. At least you hug your friends. I do hug my friends. I don't do that. Correct. 
I do not touch my friends. And I, I, until recently, didn't know that it was normal for people to do that. People, you know, man, I high five and hug, pat my friends all the time when they come in. I haven't seen them in about a day. I'm like, dude, people I haven't seen in years. I'm like, hi from a distance. <laughs> That's interesting, man. This is the thing with you, though. You, 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 yeah. you kind of pointed this out to me. I'm a hugger. You're a hugger. Get down with it, man. But you say... I'm a good hugger, though, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, you have a lot bar of, none. What, what are you, like, hug space? What I, got, like, I got hug space. I know how to get in there and find the right zones for hugs. Yeah, um, I do twirls sometimes. Really? I smaller twirl, folk? Smaller folk, yeah. yeah. I do none of that. Um, yeah. Not even close. A lot of people will come up and do the fucking handshakes and shit. Yeah. And I see that, and I'm like, God, that looks cool. <laughs> and, and and you know, there are all those people that just come at you anyway. Sure. They don't give a shit. Right. They're I'm, just, you're, you're like, okay, we're doing this. Yeah, and I'm ready. I'm like, I'm getting hugged. And I'm fucking like, which way you want my hand? Like, this, all right? And they just fucking take it and do whatever. And I'm like, and then you yeah. like, put your hand on the back of their neck. Like, no, it's too much. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's too much, too much. I just let it happen, but I feel very violated after. They like, like I just kind of approach them with like a lip, lip set of knuckles, and they just do with it whatever they want. They're like... And I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah. fucking my fist and your fist, we're yeah. forever. Our appendages and extremities touch one another. Yeah, and uh, but I do that not initiate. Friendship. Like, people will leave my house, and, and like, if there's a bunch of people over, I'll see them all hug each other. And meanwhile, I'm like, <laughs> in the corner, like, bye, thanks for coming over. I really like the dip you made. Don't touch me. <laughs> and it's not yeah. that I don't want to be embraced. I just don't know how to initiate. <laughs> uh, Wasn't I, nurtured enough as a lad. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's. I mean, it's not funny that you weren't nurtured, but it's still funny. The after effects are funny. Um, yeah, because I'm a bona fide hugger. Then you said and, every time you leave another friend's house, you hug them or give them some type of. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be. Some, I mean, it's usually a hug. Contact, affection. Yeah, it's going to be there. I mean, I'm most just, like staring you down, like. All right, I'm gonna. I'm yeah. waiting for you to leave so I can turn the torchlight off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I, you know, I, I realize throughout because I'll never initiate unless I know like it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I see them hugging family, I'm like, all right, they're hugging family, and then like, okay, now they're hugging a friend, or like, all right, I'm in, I can hug because they're hugging friends. So I'm good with it. I don't see. Well, I don't seek it out like that. I'm not like, is he a hugger? Is he a hugger? Yeah, like I, I observe. I, you know. Can, in high school, you know, it, I feel you know, a lot of people tried to be cool, and it was cool to sure. have like handshakes and shit and fucking sure. And I, I like those weird bro hugs where you just like pull each other's shoulders to each other and then like fist bump in the middle of your back yeah. and scream while you do it. Like, ah! you, know, you know, I was around the, the football, the basketball team a lot. And there was a lot of that, a lot of bro hugs. <laughs> and like then, but then like, you know, if it wasn't at, like a team capacity, it was just like, all right, man, well, I'm glad you helped me with my homework. You know, I'm leaving. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I actually, I had one of those funny moments uh, about a week ago. Um, uh, a, a guy that I work with, I don't know him well, and I was trying to get to know him a little bit, initiate a little uh, friendship, uh, offered him an olive branch of, like, hey, let's go get a beer after work. He didn't want to go home because his mother-in-law was there, and, you know, he doesn't really like her. Uh, so he was like, I'm just going to stay at work until, like, 1 a.m. until I make sure they're asleep. Then I'm going to go home. And I was like, oh, buddy, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. I was like, I'm going to go get a beer. You want to go get a beer? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, let's get a beer. So we go out, um, yeah, have a seat at the bar. 
uh, you know, drink like two beers over the course of like an hour and a half, just shoot the breeze, learn a little bit about each other, have, you know, form a little bit of a friendship. And then uh, it was a decent walk back to our our cars where we parked because basically we parked at one bar and ended up going there like oh they don't have any specials so we went to another bar further down the street so it was like Gotta okay get the specials. yeah so anyway uh, we welcome back to our cars and then I was like all right man thanks for coming out and he was like cool and like goes in for the handshake and then as I'm going for the handshake he's coming in and I'm like oh we're hugging <laughs> like I had no idea last second adjustment yeah I was so like okay this is cool yeah. yeah yeah just kind of adapt yeah I yeah. remember being at a friend's house and i was it was right after my mother passed away so everything was was a little weird to me sure and these people had had come down for the services and i was very surprised by it and i was very flattered by it sure it was shortly after that and i was leaving their house in their hogger and they were like bye and i you know i was like and as i was there and my buddies uh or it was it was a she and her husband who's my good friend was standing behind her and i I was like, thank you. And then I, I forgot why I was saying it. I was going to finish the sentence like, thanks for coming to the services. But I just, I just let it simmer with, thank, thank you. you. With my eyes closed and opened them up and he was just like. <laughs> I was like, for the services that you came to. Good God. Wow. I think you imagined all that. I no, think, I, I, that really happened. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm, I'm not oh, saying like the, the whole thing. But no, like, the I, I don't think you were getting judged for that. I don't think any of your friends were judging. Maybe not, but that was like another so. like a moment where I was just like, not good at this. <laughs> so I put this away. Uh, that was a bad deal. And then like the other day, my, my, my best friend in the whole world, since we were kids, I was his best man. He was my best man. Yep. That was probably the only time we've ever engaged in like a bro hug and a pat mm-hmm. were on those two specific days, like after the speech, come up, dude, that Boom. was awesome. Like that's when you, that's yeah. when I feel you, comfortable. You need to, yeah, I'm you like, this, have a good right reason here. for Let's that. Fucking get in here and clutch it up. And he was here the other other week. He came up for a day, you know, doing doing some stuff for the university, and he came up for a day, and I was like, dude, let's go to lunch, and we we met him there for lunch. There we go. You had the part early, and. uh you know, we shoot the breeze for a few minutes, and he's got to go. And I was like, "I'm gonna try this." Like, <laughs> I'm t- like, I need to break into this scene. I'm, t- I'm tired of being the guy that just waves goodbye. <laughs> and I was like, "Now we hadn't talked about that." Not no. then. No. no, no. This was just on my own accord. I've I've always known that I was kind of like not a toucher with my friends. I'm like. People are doing it. It's all the rage. People touch their friends. They've <laughs> been doing it since the dawn of times. That's the thing. So I was like, all right, man. Well, I'll see. And he's holding like his tea, his, co- his cold iced tea mm. that he's been holding. It's sweated all over his his hand. He's like <laughs> sipping it. As we're, and I was like, all right, dude. I'm fucking. He has to like switch tea hands real quick. And it hits me with this soggy fucking mitt. <laughs> just like, thanks for coming along. <laughs> This is really good. We'll let go now. Sorry, sorry about that. First yeah. of all, I'll see you later. <laughs> see you later, man. A real good handshake on you. I tell you what. That was a good. That was a good soggy mitt. People are impressed with your handshake. That was a good one. Real soggy. Real, so- real wet. Cold. That's, that's great. Yeah, that happened. I'm not. I'm not good with people. What mm. are you gonna do? Yeah, like. Uh... Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I, I like, do you guys talk about it when I'm not around? Like, hey, man. So no, no. Travis, literally, don't. It never comes. Never comes up. Like I've, I've approached him without pants, and he will not lay a hand on me. <laughs> no, I, I haven't. I've never discussed it with anyone. Well, good. No, it's not. It's not a point 
of uh, of conversation with anyone. That's with great. You. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I don't want yeah. anything about me like, being a point of conversation. I, I think the one of the funniest. Um, we're talking about hugging and, and you and your and your and your family, I guess, as it were. Uh, your wedding day. You know, so I was in your wedding. Yeah. Yeah. So had a great time. That was good. Uh, great day. Great. Filled with amazing people. Like I've said it before, and I'll say it again right now. You surrounded yourself with some of the best people I've ever met. Well, I'm unconfrontational. I surround myself with people I like. <laughs> no, that's fair. But like, <laughs> seriously, like uh, your, your wedding day was one of my favorite days of it was a good day. last decade for sure. Um, that's good to hear. Great that's people. Great. Great people. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try to tell the your whole day because I don't know how much of that you want you want out here. But anyway, so uh, after like all the shenanigans, uh, basically all the the whole party goes out and we go out and have a good time. Yeah. Uh, I got really drunk. Yeah, boy. Whew. Yeah. Whew, as being it were. The guy that can. Yeah. Spot a photographer from. Oh yeah. I, yards. I, I know where the lenses are. Know where they are, find them, make love to them. Yeah, that's my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so we we were at this one specific locale. Um, we had a connection. One, you know, a guest of the wedding, I think, knew some people there, so we were getting drinks really cheap. Yep. Like at the end of the night, like I I had I bought I ordered like a pitcher of beer, like three or four vodka sodas, a double rum and coke, and maybe something else. Yeah, yeah. At least, and my t- bar tab was like seven bucks. Oh man, it, it was stupid. Like, I remember, like, I was blacking out that night, but I remember getting them a tab, and I was like, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, talking about hugging. So, I remember I found your wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go up to her, and I give her a hug. I'm like, thank you for letting me be part of your special day. <laughs> you gave her a hug. And I have no idea what her response to that is or was. Uh <laughs> But yeah, that, that was that's the only member of your family that I've ever hugged. <laughs> Is your wife on your wedding day? <laughs> I think I hugged her once or twice. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, that, that's funny because I didn't even. I don't think I hugged you that day. I probably did. I don't think so. I think I did a round of hugs. Maybe I might have hugged you all at the bachelor party. Well, we did. We did. <laughs> yeah, we did do I some probably hugs. hugged you to get up from something. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> Please take it. Use your strong thighs and lift me. <laughs> Use your strong thighs and lift me from the hot pavement in which I find myself. You got to do your uh, solo routine. I got this. Oh, solo routine. I'm not good at solo routines. I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, when I look at the camera and I see one camera looking at me and there's no one else in the room, I realize that I am alone and that I will die soon and I will die alone. And I don't like that. I don't like the feeling of isolation. It brings me down a little bit. People change. Such is life. The universe is expanding. My world is shrinking. I can hear him pissing. I need a rant. Are you going to let me rant? It's okay if I rant? Yeah, Guys, as can long I as rant? It's funny. This is a funny podcast. No, this is funny. This is not going to be this is not going to be based on anything other than a rant. Uh, not to get extremely off on music, but I just feel like I need to get this off my chest. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> so, long story short, Lincoln Park was kind of my gateway. Uh, to getting into, <laughs> you just leave it. Yeah, go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> so anyway, Lincoln Park was at one point a gateway into me getting to some heavier music. I, I was given Meteora uh, by a friend when I was going through some real shit in my life, and it got me honestly through a lot of stuff. It, it was a nice, positive, but yet angry, aggressive way to get out some frustration, and it helped me a lot. So anyway, uh, a month ago. Linkin Park decides to release this new song, and it's called Heavy. Ironically. Mm. Ironically, it's called Heavy. I'll come back. Thank you. This 
is the worst shit yeah, that I have ever heard from this band. Like, I, I got really pissed hearing this first song. I played it for a bunch of people. I'm like, listen to this. Who do you think this is? And I'm like, I don't know. Like Hootie the Bluefish, probably. Yeah. No, I mean, even oh. worse. This Hootie like, has some nostalgia factor. This uh, sounded like pop, top 40 bullshit, whiny, emo, goddamn pussy shit. It's like the Toadies with all new members and they're all being <sighs> yeah. killed slowly. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's happening to me, the listener. So anyway, yeah. guess what? Uh-huh. You know, I log into Spotify today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Spotify, what you got for me? Because here's something I do. I'm very critical of popular music. Extremely critical. Oh, I know you are. But what I also do is I often vet popular music. I'll hop into Spotify. Let me jump into that top 40 chart. Let jump me hop in. into, let's let's see what's going on. Yeah. Let, let me listen. Yeah, let me yeah. listen so I can make sure that my criticism is validated. Sure. No, maybe, I appreciate maybe, that. Maybe shit's good now. Maybe yeah. I'm just missing the boat. But I'll go through and I'm like, Meh, shit, 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 this is awful. No, God stop and then I'll just give up and then try again next week mm-hmm. so New Music Friday playlist is here like let me see what we got and it's like a new Lincoln Park I'm like oh cool maybe that shitty heavy song was just yeah. like some anomaly that they released to see if they get a reaction of their fans can I break in real quick do it it's odd to me yeah. still still that Jake likes Lincoln Park given all the other shit he listens to that he would even think for a minute pretend you're not hearing this and this I, is a freeze frame and fine. I'm just jumping in like Zach from Saved by the Bell. Okay. Like, Frozen. Can you believe this shit? He listens to the heaviest shit ever. Like, people literally dying in a studio, being stabbed to death and recorded. That's music. So heavy. Raw. Rawr. And he's expecting Linkin Park to release some good fucking shit. What? Unfreeze friend. So anyway, I'm going through this playlist. I'm like... Here's a new Linkin Park song. Like I said, maybe it's maybe the last song was an absolute anomaly. Let me give this a listen. Somehow it's worse. <clears throat> Somehow it's worse. I don't understand. Because the bar, guys, it didn't go to the bottom. It created a new sub-level, and that's the new bottom with this old song. And then I hear this new one, and I'm like, what in the fuck? What in, what the, in the fuck? What in the fuck? And I'm with you. this, this is kind of comes back to my expectation, because... You know, when we were talking last time when we talked about music, I said Metallica is the weakest band I was ever horns to, and you that that sort of threw you for a whim because you were like, "Hey, wait a minute, that's like that rocked my world when I was young." When I was seven. It's, <laughs> no, seriously though, like it was like it scared me. I was like, "What's happening?" It did. This is in the rock music world. video was was pretty harsh. There you go. For so a kid. yeah, but like seriously, I was sheltered. Yeah. In Lincoln Park, that was a heavy shit I ever is heard. Is that going to be? Is that going to be a whole? Are we going to do a whole <laughs> no, off filter? No, on your God, please no. No one wants to hear that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I listened to the uh, uh, Lincoln Park, and it just blows my mind. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is amazing. I like it. So they were sort of like first step. You know, this would be like for you, like Troy Aikman signing on to I don't know, play for the Redskins. No. But, yeah. No. <laughs> No! So, like, this is equivalent to me. Okay. So, I'm, like, freaking out uh, when I hear this shit. So, I go on this long rant, and, you know, I, I, I send it to you. But anyway, expectations. Mine are high for some things, and I get jaded, and I get pissed when they aren't met uh, at times. I can be critical, but I usually try to be constructive with it, but with this Linkin Park shit, it's not even constructive. They're just, they, they've sold out completely, and they just sound like R&B trash. I'm over it. Troy, I'm going to burn my CDs. Troy Aikman. I'm going to burn my CDs. And not like copy burn, like actually with fire burn. Troy Aikman would never. Okay. 
Same feeling. Never. Same feeling. He would never. But the guys that used to sing, shut up what I'm talking to you, shut up. And I've become so numb and I'm breaking the habit and all these great fucking songs from the One early thing. 2000s. I don't know why. I don't even yeah, know. They're like rap metal, new metal, like good yeah. shit. One and thing. Then, that's, that's and now they sound like they're just like a bunch of fucking, I don't know, guys. Oh, it's awful. That's my Lincoln Park impersonation is I just walk up and I go, One, One thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your Mike Chinoda. There we go. Is that his name? Yeah, Mike, Mike Chinoda. Ch- Chode what? Chinoda. Chordnoda. Yeah. Nah, Mike Chinoda's a talented guy. One thing. What's he good at? It's bad, but not to not to turn this into the Lincoln Park episode. But Troy Aiba would never play for the Redskins. I can't believe you said that. Jesus, are you even an American? What color do you bleed? Is it green? Because it looks like it. You Eagles fan, son of a bitch. I'd kick you out of this country if you were foreign. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. That's fine. Whatever. I don't know when this will be edited in, but this has been a real good episode of Off Kilter. This has been a fun episode of Off Kilter, and I am going to act sober now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this third, uh, yeah, third, <laughs> third edition of the Off Kilter podcast. Please subscribe on our YouTube channel, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other means like Podbean, or just our direct website link. Good job! I do what I can. You can also find us on Facebook.com, Facebook.com forward slash Folly, Folly, Folly Pill Podcast. <laughs> also, or also on Twitter at Folly Kill. Yeah, individually, I'm at Trap Plays Games. And I am at the McAxel. And just so you know, I don't know how much of this video you're watching, but we've been recording for two hours. Hot <laughs> dick. All right. So we'll see you on the next Off Kilter. Be sure to send in your stories. What topic are we going to do next time? Concerts? No, that's. We have concerts coming up later. We'll do yeah, later. we'll do concerts later. Uh, 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 movies. We'll talk about movies. Your best either movie watching experience, movie theater, theater experience, experience, sharing a movie with somebody, moving a sharing with somebody. Just moving? Movies. Did you move once? Have you lifted a box? Have you carted a couch on a, you know, a fucking two-wheel dolly? That's sure right. you have. Sure yeah. you have. It's a miserable experience. Share that with us. Share that with us. Moving on the next or movies? Yep. You can share it with us on, you can even email the us at polykillpodcast at gmail.com through the Cartridge Club forums. You can DM us through whatever Twitter handle you find necessary. If you like me more than him, do try plays games like him more than me. Of course, you're going to like Axel. If you hate us both, do at at Polykill. Yeah. We'll see you next time. We're kind of we're a little bit we're a little trying. <laughs> which way is the porn store? <laughs> that way. Yeah, forty five degrees that way. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>